Welcome everyone to the new episode of the Business Fame podcast series. In this episode, we are going to interview Dr. Pratik Surana, Chief Mentor and Director of Quantum Info Trainers and Consultants. Dr. Pratik holds PhD in Emotional Intelligence from the University of Southampton, UK. Having wide experience from the last 20 plus years in the field of training, coaching and consulting all over around India as well as countries like Singapore, Thailand, Philippines, Indonesia and many more. He has won various awards for his dynamic leadership. So let's begin the session. Thank you. Yeah, hi. Uh, hello sir, this is Arpish Sharma from the Business Film Magazine. and uh, welcome to the business film podcast thank you so much for taking out the t- uh, time from your busy schedule and uh, having uh, you on our podcast series is uh, such a great pleasure for us oh, okay pleasure is mine tell yes sir uh, so sir uh, starting with as you are one of the uh, trainer expert trainer in the behavioral of uh, business human in- Mm-hmm. how you see the covid-19 situation will impact to the entrepreneurs as well as the business owners okay. uh, in this long run first and foremost uh, so there are two kinds of impacts that i would talk about first is an emotional impact and the second one is economic impact emotionally uh, you know we all are fearful at this moment and these are vuka times is what i call it which is volatile uncertain complex and ambiguous uh, so you know the best way to deal with it is just concentrate on your own uh, core strengths in case the society i mean in case the business that you are in is going through a downturn remember that it's only temporary okay and soon it's it's only a pause button and very soon everything would fall back because uh every human being has a need right. a need to survive a need to do better a need to grow a need to connect with people so whatever they call it as new normal i really don't believe much in it i feel that you know it's temporarily the pause button that has come in and very soon we will bounce back uh, so sir uh, as you are an entrepreneur uh, yourself mm-hmm. uh, what will what advice will you give to the uh, future entrepreneurs or the startup founders who are just starting up and facing this uh, money crisis in this time okay so it is really hard to uh, stay calm and cool as uh, all the resources are exhausting mm-hmm. and uh, people are uh, struggling to uh, stay alive in their business yes so first and foremost uh, you know before your call came in i was just talking to two entrepreneurs who were almost about to break even in their new startup and then the lockdown happened and it is going through a downturn first thing is financial prudence cut down on all lavish expenses etc for the time being and concentrate only on what is most essential at least for the next year or so that way the businesses can survive secondly do not compromise on quality just because the times are difficult and you are unable to match up you know 
because it is the quality that would ensure that post uh, you know the pause button is removed and situation is better you will have many more uh, clients coming in so there could be a sudden splurge that i see in the next year year and a half post year and a half so you have to a upskill yourself b remove the fear and remember that this is only temporary and uh, most importantly uh, act with a lot of financial prudence okay so because it's the financial uh, prudence that, that was great advice it is the financial prudence that will yeah. go in the long run remember business is a marathon not a sprint so if you have to right, run right. in marathon you have to save the stamina So save the energy and uh, get. And yes, over. most importantly, use this time to new learn new skills and invest in yourself. Yeah, right. Uh, so the coming back, uh, coming back to your uh, organization, Quantum Info Trainers and Consultants. It's been a seventeen plus years uh, now, and you have been serving a lot of uh, clients as well as the countries where you are. Uh, training right. as an expert trainer, right. coach. Right. Yeah. So, right. sir, how was how this idea came along in your mind to start uh, this thing, which is really inspiring all other people in the okay. startup era. So, first and foremost, you know, remember that uh, when I I came from a small town called Hingoli in Marathwada region. So, you know, at that point of time, I realized that there are very limited opportunities, and that's the reason why. i had to explore uh, and come out of the town and explore bigger things and when i when you do that okay uh, you eventually land up in abundance of opportunities one just has to keep his or her eyes and ears open all i did was just kept that on and tried uh, looking at an opportunity that could come in I remember when i was in my first international travel i remember i just saw the training companies around there and then i saw that there was there's a dearth of a lot of good trainers though there's no dearth of trainers but there's a lot of dearth of good trainers and that was a gap that i spotted and i thought that you know this could go in and then the best way would be to collaborate and that's how we started collaborating with a lot of channel partners and a lot of, a lot of uh, you know educational institutes training institutes met channel partners and went on and always for every market to mature and respond you need to spend some considerable time so you know studying the market dynamics studying the market and understanding the business culture most importantly especially when you whenever uh, you know you're doing business overseas where the business culture is different okay one has to first understand the culture and then fine tune your offerings and services accordingly so that how really how the founding team uh, was founded uh, how you gather okay. your people who were trusted and... right so first and foremost uh, you know my wife anshima she gave this idea to start with our own brand when the company that we were franchisee of kind of uh, you know moved away from us and they closed down eventually 
and uh, that that's where the thought came in and she has been of a great support all these years and she has been one of the key uh, team members besides being a founder so you know what we did later was we founded the team in three areas one is getting the best of the trainers okay b that's the important talent b is executing the training orders and c is the sales and business development so you know then the people joined us and they added a lot of value uh, we always believe in four founding qualities about quality of the people that we hire okay so we are not great in uh, terms of what you could say the the head count but uh, the quality of the people is what that matters okay yes. so it's been uh, you know even if we have a small team but we ensure that this small team is more efficient and delivers what a bigger team can or cannot at times so that's how the founding team came in anshima has been of a great support all through and she has taken the major lead in terms of business where i have been focused more on the training delivery research and various other aspects right so the great team is a, a key for the successful successful business as well right absolutely yeah because lots of startup uh, suffers due to the lack of the uh, team good and team, good talent so my only focus is to have good team in place not great numbers in place okay. so more than head count it is the quality of the people yeah this is one more tip then of course yeah. then of course the work culture that you build that commitment to your people with uh, looking at uh, you know what best uh, is how best this team can perform so you'll have to invest in the team okay. right so those yeah. things keep coming constantly upscaling them ensuring that the team is aligned with the entire strategy that the business has so these are founding factors and then ensure that you know we believe you know four founding principles that i talk about a is quality b is commitment three is ethics and fourth and most important is reliability right so yes these four things if people have in them then they can scale up the business to any extent right so uh, you started and you you started the training program from india and then uh, it's right. yeah it's widely uh, focused on vietnam singapore philippines thailand cambodia indonesia and other countries so how this mm-hmm. collaboration uh, came into your mind So I was said, you know, during my first international travel, I thought that uh, the training, the markets need a lot of good trainers, and when India can export a lot of other things, why not the training skills? Right. Yeah, and then as I've said, we have started collaborating with people, the existing training organization, giving them the most cost-effective yet the highest qualitative standards. Right. And it was a win-win. great and uh, uh, you are currently associate with the two of organizations like asia speakers bureau and the singapore training and development association uh, how yeah, this yeah. how how this role works for you so uh, i have been a member of them 
it's like an association of all the trainer so you know whenever you are in a position to contribute to the entire ecosystem because you know they they come and drive uh, there are trainers who have their issues in these two markets so you know one has to be part of that community and contribute it back to the ecosystem that right we take and give to the uh, system right yes yes you share your knowledge they share theirs it's a collaborative way of learning right right uh, yeah. so uh I also found out that uh, you have three publications on your name you have released. Yeah. Uh, can you uh, give some insights on those books? Sure, sure. Now, I used to keep, writing has been an old hobby, right from school days and college days. Yeah. So I have been writing a few articles in local newspapers and so on and so forth on uh, businesses, on emotions, on training and why this is important, so on and so forth. so you know this court and i also publisher in delhi okay so he offered that why not this be compiled uh, into a form of a book and that's when the first book cool down before you burn out came out yeah. and uh, you know then the second happened when i was off to paris and i was staying with a fellow friend and a trainer okay her name is mago so uh, you know at that point of time we kept having discussions about uh, how behavioral programs impact people and uh, why people aren't happy at work okay and how we can ensure that you know and then something came out saying that you know why not we uh, write something which is like uh, you know which which tells us that how to be uh, you know stress free and relaxed at work and that gave me the idea of writing the second one okay and the third one happened purely and purely when i watched this beautiful movie called lagera ho munna bhai in which gandhian principles were practiced in the modern day right so there the modern day life was practiced looking at gandhigiri and so on and so forth but i thought that there are many business principles that uh, if businesses practice many gandhian principles okay where gandhi was a tough negotiator above all gandhi was a banya called businessman right right so so we all know that and he used to say that proudly yeah so uh, right and uh, you know when a banya uses these techniques for political benefits for driving the enemy away then the enemy was british right okay how the same can be used in modern day negotiations and uh, and modern day collaboration with people getting the best out of people bringing the right leadership to the businesses uh, you know living in your limited means how you can uh, still make best out of the uh, limited means that you have correct yes sir. so so austerity or this one customer focus has been something that we all have grown up seeing the famous speaker in uh, the nationalized banks where gandhi speaks about why customer is important and why he is the focus of the business right right so, so you know those are the very principles usual principles that he advocated and i thought that why shouldn't these be brought to the modern day businesses 
and that is where the third idea came in and now the fourth one is on its way called uh, application of emotional intelligence in real life yes we will be good to uh, read that book now i'm sure i'm sure i'll send you a copy of that yes sir. Uh, so sir, right. co- coming to your personal background sir yeah so as you uh, earlier said you are you uh, came from the rural area hmm. so the ha uh, you did a bcom from the delhi igno university and then mba right. from nims then phd no, no. from nims and then first ba uh, ba i did from my local college over there Kolabarsh Mahavidyalaya right. and uh, right and and uh, I did uh, bachelor of arts okay while uh, you know understanding the business was important so I did become from igno okay yeah so these two simultaneously then for a very short stint I ran a, a computer training center with uh, three other friends of ours okay Yeah. when i was in second year of graduation that okay. in my hometown yeah, yeah. and uh, then i went for nasimonji institute for mba yeah. so i uh, you know those days there were different uh, what you could say different entrance entrance tests for in different institutes right okay the centralized tests were didn't exist then okay. so uh, i appeared for a few of them and i was fortunate enough to get selected in almost all but i chose an mims because i found that the curriculum was better and then all other things were in place yeah and how this thing of university of southampton your phd program university came? of southampton yeah yeah so while i have uh, had been okay since 2008 okay i've been conducting a few businesses i came across this university i registered myself there before that i did my first doctorate with nmims nasimonji institute right and uh, you know that was for uh, understanding the uh, training need assessment i mean training need assessment and uh, what you could say Uh, calculating the ROI in training. Right. Right. So that's how it happened. Okay, sir. Uh, so so uh, we are going to the last say, uh, last section of the session. Uh, what you sure. do in your free time? Uh, what are your hobbies like? Okay. Interesting. First and foremost, uh, I have a lot of free time because for me, my work is my hobby. Right. So I don't say that uh, you know I'm engrossed in work. I do work because I love it. As simple as that. Yes. Yeah. So uh, in my free time, my most favorite thing is Gulam Ali Ghazal. Right. So uh, Gulam Ali Sir, he goes on and on. Besides, uh, you know, I write. Okay, whatever comes to my mind. Okay, uh, be it uh, some some poetry in Hindi. Uh, something hindi has been very close to me you know listening to beautiful old poems of hindi has been another one listening to ghazals reading a book okay and most importantly there's a small hill just a you know bang opposite to my house so uh, we go for a small hill climb me and my children great in my life at times so 
yeah so you manage your professional and personal life uh, very well which is really hard for the entrepreneur yeah because my wife works with me right yes. so half the balance is stuck there <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh, yes uh, you know spending time with children is very important so we ensure that at least one meal a day you know i must have it with my children my parents whenever they are in town yeah. okay so that way i i connect back with them okay so so the so, uh, what motivates you i i uh, i mean to say that uh, what motivates you which are the motivators you find in your life uh, which have motivated you to do such a entrepreneurial journey in your life so when i read various entrepreneurial stories yeah okay uh, that is something that motivates me yeah. okay be it a social enterprise even for that matter okay yeah. recently the story sonu sood story we all know that right right sir right so that is something that's a great motivator i mean imagine what kind of inspiration you draw from that kind that person right yeah so reading those stories uh you know then comes next is big challenges which absolutely motivating right uh, so lastly uh, how you see emotions and the practical uh, knowledge or practical thinking uh, should collaborate for the successful business because many of people uh, listen or do the things emotionally without being practical and some of them always do the practically and do not uh, use their emotions so how you can think this collaboration or this combination can make a business successful okay first and foremost there is no such thing called unemotional or dispassionate decision right. 80% of the decisions that the decision makers or businessmen do are based on some emotion that emotion can be greed that can be fear that can be uh compulsion that can be whatever you know yes. but then there's no such thing called unemotional decision okay okay and 80% of the businesses are driven by people whenever you are dealing with people okay people have emotions you need to strike good positive relationships with them that's where the interpersonal relationships coming right so it's all about it's all about the connecting and managing the people absolutely you know as as you grow in the management the first thing that comes is managing people right sir. be getting the best out of people is something that a leader is supposed to be isn't it right sir. exactly right and how does that come in only when you connect with the people you understand what they are you understand their strengths you understand their weaknesses you help them overcome their weaknesses you help them explore their strengths to the fullest right. and that is where the first thing that comes is you need to like them they need to like you that purely is emotional yes absolutely uh so so there's no such thing called practical versus emotional emotional and a right kind of benefits out of those emotions if managed well are the most practical things so these are not two sides of the same coin these are the entire scene or the picture of the business yes the key point yes 
so absolutely so, yeah thank you so much for your time and the such a insightful session for our listeners thank you yes sir. so so please uh, stay safe stay at home and uh, same same, yeah. same to you and everybody in your organization and your near ones yes sir take care all right take care thank you bye 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 bye